I'm Luke Summerhays, and I love Duskull. The Pokemon game's main selling point is, of course, the numerous creatively designed monsters. This very podcast exists as a testament to the fact that I at least think they're pretty special. A lot of other games feature a fairly standardised cast of monsters. Bats, spiders, dragons, and of course, skeletons. I love a good skeleton. The jittery stop-motion movement, the clattering sound of bones, the satisfying explosion into pieces when I whack them with my sword. Skeletons are great. I've only seen my own skeleton once, when I broke my wrist and had an x-ray. But I'm fascinated by the thought that everyone's walking around with a funny little bone fella on the inside. Of course, Pokemon does have a skeletal monster, though it has a little more going on than the usual Halloween bony boy. Duskull is a ghost-type Pokemon with a skull-like face and a black hood. It is seemingly hollow, with a glowing pink core which resembles the classic Japanese Will-o'-the-Wisp depiction of a ghost or human soul. The English name is pretty obvious, a combination of Dusk, as in the start of night, and Skull, as in the head of a skeleton. The Japanese name for this Pokemon is Yomawaru. Yoma means ghost and Waru means bad, and this is a pretty bad ghost. Pokemon Platinum tells us, It loves the crying of children. It startles bad kids by passing through walls and making them cry. But the name Yomawaru has a little more to it than that. The word Yomawari is a night watch in Japan, and this Pokemon keeps stalking all night long. Pokemon Ruby tells us, Duskull can pass through any wall no matter how thick it may be. Once this Pokemon chooses a target, it will doggedly pursue the intended victim until the break of dawn. And Pokemon Sapphire tells us, Duskull wanders lost among the deep darkness of midnight. There is an oft-told admonishment given to misbehaving children that this Pokemon will spirit away bad children who earn scoldings from their mothers. Also, the name Yomawaru sounds a lot like Yomawaro, a one-eyed yokai from folklore. Although this Yamawaro looks like a one-eyed oni, they are actually fairly harmless as far as yokai go. They play tricks and they wrestle people, but they don't steal souls or murder folks. To get to the really spooky one-eyed yokai, we have to wait until level 37, when Duskull evolves into Dusklops. Dusclops has a squat body, seemingly wrapped in some kind of paper or fabric. It has feet, unlike Duskull, and its hands have emerged from the loose sleeves, though its skull face has been covered up, and only the leering eye is now showing. To a western eye, the bandage-wrapped visage brings to mind Egyptian mummies, and the various cheesy horror movies based on them being reanimated. Perhaps a more significant influence on the design was the Chochinobake, a possessed paper lantern, which is a commonly depicted yokai in paintings and artwork, but it doesn't actually have many legends associated with it. Pokemon Ruby tells us, Dusclops' body is completely hollow, 
there is nothing at all inside. It is said that its body is like a black hole. This Pokemon will absorb anything into its body, but nothing will ever come back out. Pokemon Sapphire tells us, Dusclops absorbs anything, however large the object may be. This Pokemon hypnotizes its foe by waving its hands in a macabre manner and by bringing its single eye to bear. The hypnotized foe is made to do Dusclops' bidding. The name, Dusclops, combines Dusk, this time with Cyclops. The Cyclops, a humanoid monster with only one eye, is surprisingly prevalent throughout the world's mythologies, despite its prominent disadvantage. The classic giant monster is common in Europe and India, while Japan has even more one-eyed yokai than just the Yabuwaro and Chochinobake. The Hitotsume Kozo is very common in legends and pop art, a little bald boy in classic Japanese clothes with one eye and a lolloping tongue, travelling around being generally unthreatening. There's another derivative yokai which is similar but sells tofu. The Japanese name for Dusclops is Samayoru, combining the Japanese words for wandering about and for night. A mummified body, or indeed a paper lantern, is only scary after all if it wanders around at night. Dusclops was a little scarier than that, creating a small niche for itself as a Pokemon with bulky defensive stats and the difficult to hit ghost typings. This was further developed when, in the fourth generation, we discovered that a Dusclops traded while holding the Reaper Cloth evolves into Dusk Noir. Dusk Noir is a big, floating, ghostly apparition, with a glowing eye and a skeletal face like its previous forms. It has also developed an antenna on its head, and other further embellishments. The name Dusk Noir simply combines Dusk with Noir, the French for black. The Japanese name is Yonoir, from Yoru, the Japanese for night, and again, Noir. Duskull already resembled the classic European image of the Grim Reaper, a cloaked skeletal figure which transports the dead to the afterlife. But as Dusk Noir, it also assumes the duties of the mysterious mythological being. Pokemon Platinum tells us, It is said to take lost spirits into its pliant body, and guide them home. And Pokemon Legends Arceus tells us, Comes to those whose lives have come to an end, and escorts their souls to the afterlife known to mistakenly take the souls who yet have life left in them, albeit rarely. Other Pokédex entries explain how Dusknoir uses that antenna on its head. Pokémon Diamond tells us, The antenna on its head captures radio waves from the world of spirits that command it to take people there. And Pokémon Sword embellishes that, telling us, At the bidding of transmissions from the spirit world, it steals people and Pokémon away. No one knows whether it has a will of its own. The concept of electronic devices picking up spiritual or otherworldly signals and revealing them upon playback is a common trope of cheesy reality TV shows about ghosts and haunted places. Electronic voice phenomena, as they're known, are an easily debunked pseudoscience. But when one looks them up online late at night and all alone, they do make for very creepy listening. In the Nintendo DS Mystery Dungeon games, Explorers of Time and Explorers of Darkness, Dusk Noir is a major antagonist. 
I didn't grow up playing those games, but I hear Dusk Noir made a fairly threatening impression on people. What with ferrying the dead to the beyond and everything, all this talk of other dimensions is pretty creepy. But sometimes Dusk Noir's connection to the beyond is less H.P. Lovecraft and more Doctor Strange. In the anime, Dusk Noir grabbed Professor Oak's spirit right out of his body and allowed the kooky scientist to astrally project into the spirit world for a brief moment. While Dusk Noir initially did replace Dusklops in the metagame, it's actually found itself usurped by the lower level Pokémon since then. This is all due to the item Eviolite, which gives a big HP boost to a Pokémon which can still evolve. And for a bulky defensive monster, this is more useful than the stat jump that comes from evolving Dusklops to Dusk Noir. Dusk Noir's time in the spotlight, either competitively or in spin-off games, may have been limited to the fourth generation, but it will forever be a properly creepy Pokémon. These days, skeletons are a little comedic and corny, but in ancient times, when death and disease were rife, the spectre of the Grim Reaper was a chilling reminder of mortality. I'm sure if I bumped into Dusk Noir down a dark alley some night, I'd be plenty chilled myself. Music for Luke Claw's Pokémon was composed by Jonathan Cromie. Artwork for the show is by Katie Groves. Writing, producing, and editing is all by me, Luke Summerhays, while funding is provided by my lovely listeners over at patreon.com slash podcastiopodcastius, where you can find links to the other shows my friends and I create. I love to hear from listeners with your thoughts and feelings about the Pokémon you love too. Get in touch about the next monsters, Tropius and Chimeco, or with your thoughts, feelings, and observations about any other Pokémon over on Twitter or Facebook at LukeLovesBKMN. And even if you don't feel like doing any of that, thank you so much just for listening. I love Duskull, and remember, I love you too. <laughs>